This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of The Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie Ann with CMG Financial and my mortgage team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at talkmusiccity.com. Got a question for us? <laughs> Ask away at questions at talkmusiccity.com. Monty! Carrie Ann, good to see you today. And we have the one and only the Mr. Jason the Hoover man. in the house. Thank the you, one. Jason, for joining us. He's Absolutely. back. He's yeah, back. Thank you. Yes. Um, ton of wisdom in this guy. You know, uh, you heard him on the huddle call yesterday. Uh, it's, it's really, I think it's a great opportunity to bring in these little snippets of details that we forget about sometimes so because easy. we don't deal mm-hmm. with them all the time. But if we can keep them a little, you know, fresh, it just takes a few minutes just to be refreshed mm-hmm. on some of these topics that sometimes can catch you you know off off guard and you miss miss that uh, importance of it so we thank have that you. In, in lending too we just talked about wells well testing yeah it's i mean you just forget all the process you know mm-hmm. of what you need so being refreshed is yeah. key uh, with all the I'm things and so right now we're talking we've got a great discussion today yeah, so jason i got a big question for you what's that okay a little drum roll here <laughs> <laughs> oh no oh no okay are we are we in a housing bubble. <laughs> Short answer? Because <laughs> I'm serious. You know, there's a lot of people saying that we're in a housing bubble. This is nothing at all like 2008 for those of us who yeah. li- have lived through the chaos back then. Um, and uh, so, but but it's got some similarities and so forth. So it's got people scratching their head. And I think Different within feel. the real estate community, yeah. certainly, I think it's a topic that we should ask the professional. Well, you know, it's, it's just all an, on you. It's just an opinion. It's all on you. It's all on you. <laughs> no, this is the fact. If you speak it, this got to be the fact. Uh, uh, well, in in my opinion, no, we're not in a housing bubble. Uh, I mean, yeah, we're in a different situation than mm-hmm. than our economy has ever been in. Uh, I mean, we had this pandemic thing that happened, right? So yeah. that completely took things in a whirlwind. I mean, all 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 projections went out the window, mm-hmm. right? When that happened. Um, and it calls people to do different things, work from home, you know, and moving in uh, generational families uh, are becoming a bigger thing now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many different things that are going on that as far as the inventory, the inventory is not even, it's not even, it, you know, intim- or, uh, imitating no. a, a bubble. It's nowhere near. No, yeah. it's not mm-hmm. even close. So, mm-hmm. you know, all the, you know, uh, I, we had talked before about, you know, other people, you know, they're saying, oh, the, the, the rates are going up, the, the houses are not selling. It's just a shift, mm-hmm. you know, and that does happen. So Shifts we're in a housing, <laughs> we, we are in a housing shift, sure. not in a housing bubble. Mm-hmm. At least that's the way I see it. Carrie Ann, were, were you in the mortgage business? And I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't do the how, math how, here. How many, how many years have I been? <laughs> no, but back you in. You know anything about loans? <laughs> no, but 2008, when the things hit the fan. Mm-hmm. Were you in the business then? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, many, many years before. So you know, you know from your perspective that today's world is nothing like the ninja loans and all that mm-hmm. stuff going on. Well, yeah. I mean, I was the first company. I was given a 90-day severance. So we were the first company to go under. So that was the first experience of when 08 occurred. We were, I just was starting anew. So my take on 08 granted me a reignite 
disruption of my business because I was the first open. Then when everybody else mm-hmm. was closing, my doors were already open with a new with a new firm. So yes, 08 has a totally different feel. And well, you've come a long ways, baby, in, a, in that much time. <laughs> yeah, well, because if you think ways. about it, it was. I mean, we went through a lot of hearts um, and, and pain. You know. Um, sad stories left and right you know people weren't prepared um covid allowed so many people to save so much money um because they didn't go on the vacations they didn't do all the things so Mm -hmm. when all of a sudden we were able to get out and about we had all this cash Mm -hmm. you know not so much me but other people and that's where Mm -hmm. the cash started because didn't you overnight there was cash right or what it felt like was cash and yes people Mm -hmm. moved in from different states and different things and yes they were so excited and then all of a sudden similar to the conversation we had before people just stopped all the things we used to do got thrown out the window as in we didn't, don't we care if the home is built of quality? Don't we care, (laughs) you know, that this is done or that. And all of a sudden we're taking lipstick on a pig and all the things and just, Hey, I just need a roof over my head. Um, And so things got a little sideways. They had to shift, right? We have to get back on track. So some people say, you know, it's a down market. Some people say, you know, the, the bubble, some people are saying normal market. I mean, it's, it's trying to mimic us back in in the day. in, In my 39 years, actually in three more days it'll be 39 years thank mm-hmm. you very much um that i've been involved in this business this just is is a normal market i mm-hmm. mean that's really what we're having to do is go back to a normal market but i wanted to comment on the fact that i really do believe that the that the covid monster did uh force forward mm-hmm. um you know the future changes would have made anyhow we would eventually got to a point i think where a lot of people more people were working from home because we had the technology to do it, all COVID did was force forward mm-hmm. that evolutionary process, I think, at a time where we were already maybe on the hinge of having enough inventory or not, at a time where interest rates were at an all-time low. Mm-hmm. I mean, never in my career would I've ever dreamed. I mean, I remember back when, as you we've talked about, when I got into business, it was like 16%. And I remember it gradually coming down. And I remember showing property at 9%. And then the next day, it'd be 95 And they didn't like what they found at 9 So they sure wasn't going to like what they'd like, you know, mm-hmm. saw at 95 But anyways, I never wanted to dream. You could, I could have, you know, somebody could have said, you know, I'll bet you, you know, a million dollars or whatever. It'll be yours if, if we hit less than 5%. I would have been, no way. There's no way in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, because that was the mindset. And that was the expectation. Now, values weren't where they're at today, certainly. But there was no... And you just found a way around it. You just worked around those sure. things, you know. Well, they, and we also didn't have the tools that we have today, no, like a lock and shop or yeah. things like that, where yeah. you can secure them mm-hmm. in an interest rate, interest mm-hmm. rate that they're comfortable with. You know, maybe they don't want that, but yeah. you know, I mean, we also lived through the days where interest rates were two and a quarter, three and a quarter. I mean, it wasn't like anybody picked up the phone anymore, anymore yeah. than they're doing now. And I will tell you, the excitement over this last weekend uh, with the holiday, it there was a, a big push. There was a lot of applications so the mm-hmm. applications are mm-hmm. there it is now taking the time where maybe you're doing one showing two showings three showings mm-hmm. you know and and really having them decide what's the right home for them you know well, there, what, sellers. it wasn't sold before it went live right yeah, they're having the time to do the things they were supposed to be able to do and that's what we missed the last year and a half was you can't look at the house go home and pray about it bring the in-laws into it you know place some mentally place some furniture that kind of stuff and then think about it and then and then make an offer on it and negotiate something you had to make an offer before you ever got there and over full price and all that that was mm-hmm. nothing natural about mm-hmm. that it was nothing sustainable about that mm-hmm. and assume the pictures are 
equals quality because <laughs> you know, like my neighbors yeah. they lost out on i don't know ten, this was only six months ago right mm-hmm. um or maybe now it's eight months i can't remember the, the timing of it all but 10 houses and they wanted to get to move their family from california here to raise their children they're young five and six i think and lost out lost out lost out so at mm-hmm. this point they just rumor had it there was a house coming on the market there said cash sight unseen yeah. over two million dollars and now they are in the neighborhood and they they live there and it's been one drama after another sure, and yeah. having to redo and they assumed the house was of quality because of the gorgeous pictures etc sure, right. so this is the time now where buyers can actually double check themselves you know i mean i wonder how many conversations um, and stories that we're going to hear about you know the after effect of people just buying houses just you know just and, how, and so. how many watching this can raise their hand saying i will never sell another home sight unseen i mean if you can't raise your hand you haven't done one yet because <laughs> normally that's the conviction after you've done it one time mm-hmm. you know is is because it just opens the door for so many problems the same thing as how many homes were sold without an inspection and then when the problem happens they forget all about you know the fact that you gave them the opportunity to get inspection but they were afraid of losing it so they waved it but anyway well, i saw a um, uh, an article now i don't remember uh, who it was and the uh, source but they said it was uh it was 62 percent of buyers had buyer's remorse now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh i don't doubt and, it. yeah i don't doubt yeah. it. i'm actually you know i think that's a little low myself mm-hmm. yeah but I mean, going back to the you know the COVID, you know it wasn't just COVID. I think it was a perfect storm. Mm-hmm. You know, it was I the, agree. you know the COVID happened. We were already in a seller's market, and we we had been in a seller's market for mm-hmm. a couple of years. And it's you know I was watching a uh, it's human nature. I was watching the, a YouTube video a while back, and you know it was these people that were setting up um, this uh, or staging these videos where a few of them through a crowded area would start running okay and they would show that people would start looking and yeah. start jogging and yeah. everybody oh, would just take off run running and yeah, follow yeah. suit yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah and it's like over and over and over yeah. they wouldn't wait to see what's happening they right. just started they running just saw what other people were doing right. and that it was urgent and they would jump on and do it right i mean it's kind of the same thing yeah. mm-hmm. it's that yeah. all of a sudden you have eye buyers that came into the picture and like sell your house yeah. we'll buy it top dollar you can go and be yeah. free do mm-hmm. whatever you want Okay, well, and that's why I think, you know, I, I do believe that iBuyers have a hand in the housing market. I agree market with, I agree with the, the CEO way, of uh, Redfin on mm-hmm. that. I agree. Absolutely, 100%. So you had the COVID, and then you have uh, the iBuyers coming into the market, and they were raising the prices on those because they wanted to make money as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they were they were getting paid on the back end. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it looked like you're getting all the money. We're not going down the path of iBuyers, but I'm just saying – I think, you know, between that, between the COVID and the low interest rates, those three factors is what got us into that uh, crazy market that we were in. Mm-hmm. A perfect storm. It is a perfect storm. And then also, too, you know, this is, you know, this would be uh, by, you know, the local areas. We had a lot of uh, people moving in out of state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there was a there was a lot of cash that was brought in to Nashville. Mm hmm. But, and they were looking for looking through lenses that didn't exist here either. Correct. You know, they were looking at a blanket area like one side of the town is equal to the other side of the town and all that kind of stuff where before there were some you know favorite areas of town and now it's all it was all became price point everybody became equal it just became a price point right. issue. Where can you buy something under 500,000? That's all it that matters. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and mm-hmm. now you've got, you know, COVID's pretty much, you know, under control. Mm-hmm. And you've had the interest rates that have been raised. Mm-hmm. And you have the iBuyers have uh, pretty much all crumbled. Screwing away, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I think we've got maybe one or two. Um, and even them, you know, they're hurting. Mm-hmm. So all these factors are slowing it down. But it's not a bubble. A bubble was whenever, you know, you had uh, undocumented loans. You're yeah, handing loans. out money right. to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, all, and there was more things that are at play at that time as well. But I, I just, I, I've said it from the very beginning. I don't think we're going to be crashing. I don't think we're going to be in a bubble. Um, you know, the interest rates will plateau and they'll, they'll bounce around mm-hmm. at a certain point and everybody will get used to it. Yeah, now. I think, I mean, they, they rose the highest. They've ever rose as quickly as they've yeah. risen, you know, um, over so many years and so it's a little bit of a shock to to some you know if you look at the reports out there and you speak to different economists and different folks that study all the reports the the first time home buyer that millennial generation is just so many people are eager to become homeowners that Mm -hmm. is the folks that would be purchasing right now that possibly are slowing Mm -hmm. just because a they want this fine item for this price you know mm-hmm. champagne on a beer budget type of concept um and they aren't as comfortable you know with the payment so we get a lot of traction a lot of apps coming in mm-hmm. people wanting but then when they see what the numbers are um not as comfortable you know and we guide and use the tools where we talk about the buy down and the structure but people really like to hold on to something mm-hmm. of security and what if you know and that gamble you know of the market will shift well we know what goes up has to come down eventually but well what if it doesn't for me you know type of thing and so building up that confidence level within the consumer has been um one of the most challenging you know right now so you know i was sharing the uh, that example of everybody running Mm -hmm. and you know that's kind of everybody started selling well the same thing happened when everybody stopped Mm -hmm. they're like oh wait a minute something's going to happen you know i'm taking my house off the market you know or i'm not buying anything because i don't want to overpay Mm -hmm. You know, so it was a, it was the same uh, effect, but in reverse. Mm-hmm. So, so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think I think twenty three. I mean, we're we're gonna we'll get things hashed out. Um, it's going to be an interesting year for sure, and we'll we'll just see. Uh, it's kind of one of the things that uh, we don't know. But uh, we're in it, and uh, we'll we'll figure it out on the way. Yeah, I mean, and the and the market should, from an interest rate standpoint, come down. They say, you know, a percentage point of such, even one percentage point will ignite some mm-hmm. excitement. Mm-hmm. You know, even the the shift that we had so many weeks ago ignited some folks that were kind of sitting on the sidelines, you know, and saw that they could save, you know, a little extra money, um, you know, here or there, but. For years, my average loan size was two twenty five. You know, to mm. think like you can find a house even under yeah, yeah. three hundred thousand. Yeah. You know, our our affordability has shifted a little bit. The loan sizes, um, the loan limits just shifted today. Actually, um, with our high balance being just shy of nine hundred thousand for Williamson County, but the average um, is seven twenty six two hundred now, right? And so to mm. think back in the day it was in the fours, mm. mm-hmm. then it went to the fives. You know, six six twenty five for years. You know. In now um, we're $100,000 above that. And so that's going to open up some more flexibility for folks that are looking at higher price points um, from a guideline standpoint, you know, which will will assist them as well. So, um, but yeah, go back to, you know, people are making good money. Um, Sadly, right now, 
with the shift of what we're experiencing with inflation, lots of layoffs have occurred. You know, people are losing their jobs. We're seeing that in many mm-hmm. of the industries that came mm-hmm. in, you know, with lots of fire and excitement mm-hmm. um, and made some crazy moves. And then all of a sudden now have had to, sh- you know, cut half their workforce you or even what, more. You see that with ribbon? Yeah, you know, 80% of their workforce. Yeah. I mean, to set to, you saw that we won't go into details, but to find out that I was the one who told somebody (laughs) before they even knew that was not, you know, and that was on an Inman report. That That was on an Inman report. So speaking of Inman, I know Jason is, uh, I I do want to give a quick shout out for if, if you're uh, watching this and you're not a a member of Inman, I do, we both, Mm. uh, I think Jason will recommend this as well. You know, invest invest a few hundred bucks and become an, an annual member of this uh, organization. I don't agree with everything they promote and and all that, but but it, it will help you stay in the know of what's what uh, changes and so forth mm-hmm. and, and uh, other opinions. And on that topic, let's go through these. Uh, there's a there is a uh, real estate chief econo- economist Matthew Gardner who made some uh, some top ten predictions. Top ten for 2023 that we should share about. And it starts with, there is no housing bubble. So we agree with what he's saying, Jason, that there isn't oh, one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, over the past couple of years, home prices go, got ahead of themselves. I mean, I think that's true. And, yeah, and, it is. and when you talk about, I mean, I saw house values, and I think you guys saw as well, they jumped $100,000 almost overnight. Yeah. I mean. Blink of an eye. Because it was, again, price point dependent. And when you stopped being able to find a four hundred thousand dollar home, all of a sudden they jumped to five hundred, and all of a sudden the five hundreds became thin, and so they jumped to six hundred, and it just kept on. I mean, just mm-hmm. crazy. It used so, to be that five thousand dollars was a lot of money, and then ten thousand was a lot of money, and all of a sudden it was like twenty five thousand dollars over, and then yeah. it was fifty thousand, and hey, then the norm became a hundred thousand. Yeah, I was Con- like, where are y'all getting your yeah. money from? <laughs> Connie and I got two hundred and fifty more than we are asking for our house. Yeah. You know I mean, well, we had a client that got outbid. Uh, we went. Uh, I think it was three hundred thousand over. It's like, and we didn't win. See, it's like, see, how do you have that conversation? See, that's that's yeah. that's part. That is part of my conviction about you know. And when you're having that heart to heart with the seller, look, I, I'm sorry the timing, but some of these numbers were never real. Mm-hmm. When they're yeah. talking about, well, what do you mean my home's only worth seven hundred? My neighbor sold theirs for eight hundred. You know, that was probably a $550,000 home at yeah. a, at a re- right. weird time. So let's get right. into reality. Those were never real values right. at that You're point. now calling it back saying, see, everything happens for a reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, that was not supposed to be your house. You were not supposed to spend $300,000 over. So, so point number two here is mortgage rates will, will drop. And I, I think that, uh, I mean, I was watching Barry Habib. Are you familiar with him? Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a sharp guy. He's saying that within... We're friends on Facebook. <laughs> well, I should just go to you with my questions then. I'm just saying, um, so if they go back to the 20 years in the business, yeah, he's, been, yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's been educating us lenders for a long time and doing a great job at it. He's a sharp guy. But mm-hmm. anyway, he's, he claims that we're going to be back in the fives within the first quarter of next year. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know that it's going to happen that quickly, but it is going to come down, I, th- mm-hmm. I do believe. Well, and I, we had Dave Stevens on a call um, the other the other day as well, and he referenced the same thing, you know, and he made some some great quotes. I'll have to give them to you because they, they were awesome, very powerful. Um, but he reminded us that, you know, we're just on the doorstep of what could be one of the biggest buying booms with the interest mm-hmm. rates shifting because mm-hmm. just something so small like that can really ignite mm-hmm. um, the Mm-hmm. excitement again mm-hmm. you know because for some reason some people you know um, they're being educated the media sharing they're doing this they're watching the tiktok whatever wherever they're getting their information from 
are believing, like you said, they're mm-hmm. following the leader of of what, um, and they're saying, um, "Don't buy because rates are high," or you know this or that, and all the things. And it's it's not about the rate; it's about your affordability and your comfort yeah, level. Yeah, you know, right, everything yeah. is all relative. You know, when right. it comes to all that, so um, that's exciting to to see and feel to know that maybe tomorrow quotations will be a, a brighter day when it all but i'm seeing on social media even real some real estate agents right now stating that this is the wrong time to buy and you know i saw that yeah i don't well, know why do they want to say something like that i don't you know? know i mean let's just shoot our toes right off our feet you know why would you do that well, well and, and, I, and too it's like you know you can't speak you know broadly like that no no the right time to buy is when you need to move right mm-hmm. right so um, yeah, I don't I don't agree with that statement. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen some of those, and I'm like, I just want to comment. I'm like, no, I'm the non-commenter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's the person who get it, should get out of the real estate business, really. Well, and I and I think they reference they've been in the twenty something years and, and so, different things like that. And so I guess we could have the same friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I I paused and I read it. That's one person's opinion, and that's what you have to understand with social media. That is that individual's opinion, yeah. and he or she are going to make their individual choice, you know, on yep. that. But um, we're People all in this industry. Around the kitchen table tonight, things are still happening that have happened for eons. And yeah. that is people are making a decision about their housing. Mm-hmm. That could be, you know, I don't like you anymore and I'm going to go, you know, down the road. Or it could be, hey, guess what? Who's, who's pregnant? It could be, hey, we, we're going to be in a better school system. Mm-hmm. I mean, things are happening around the kitchen oh, yeah, table. Life goes on. Life goes on regardless of interest rates, regardless of whatever might be else might be happening. Life continues, and guess what's part of that life is their housing need. Mm-hmm. Someone also told me, you know, if somebody's listing a home in the midst, middle of the holidays, most likely they want to sell their home, need to sell their home, eager they're to serious they're about serious it. about selling oh, yeah. their home, right? And so you'll find a lot of investors purchase in mm-hmm. the month of December, January, mm-hmm. February, right? For mm-hmm. that particular purpose, reason. They're more apt to get a, you know, better deal in quotations or have a seller be a little more negotiable, yep. you know, it's things true. like that. And so to say not to do anything till spring or summer, I would think that the market, if the rates dip, there's going to be more excitement. Prices will start to level and start to move in a, in a forward or an upward yep. direction, I would, I would assume. Well, it'd be, it's going to be a, a more even playing field yeah for buyer and seller yeah and so and i, mean, and I look pay. forward to that you know because yeah. some of these buyers they, they were heartbroken i mean oh. a lot of them actually mm-hmm. you know it's so much it was so much going on yeah where you could stay in your little bubble and you possibly now as real estate agents you know you had to still get out and show properties and different things but from a lender standpoint they didn't move <laughs> They just stayed, Mm -hmm. lifted the Mm -hmm. phone and that whole thing. Life has changed. So they're just so used to having so much opportunity for for two years straight. And that has gone away. Mm -hmm. And nobody wants to change their actions, per se. Like, they still want to do what they were doing for the last two years. Mm -hmm. You know, I coach some um, originators. And I'm like, you get in your car and you drive to where there's tons of opportunity all around. You just Mm got to go find it, you know, and we're really blessed to be in middle Tennessee where there's different markets that may be so-called in a housing bubble of some sort. I don't think we're ever going to be there. The the real housing market is, is more of a micro market, sometimes based on neighborhoods, choice neighborhoods. You know, I've been paying attention to some of the bread and butter neighborhoods through this whole adjustment and some of them are have not 
have not flinched a, a bit. There's still, there's still, you kill, still can't buy in there. Mm-hmm. Not because there is an opportunity, because things are selling quickly. Mm-hmm. Like Sullivan Farms, like Fieldstone Farms, some of those bread and butter neighborhoods. Point number three here says, don't expect inventory to grow significantly. And I, and I think he hits a really, really good point right here mm-hmm. because so many people have that lower interest rate mm-hmm. that you were able to help them get mm-hmm. back, you know, last year that, you know, they don't want to give that up. So they're going to stay put, mm-hmm. even though life is happening around them. You know. Yeah, and those people, too, aren't as familiar with all the new options that are available out there, uh, which don't really focus so much. I heard, uh, you know, on interest rate, I was ta- hearing a, another social media video of a gentleman saying, you know, his mortgage payment would double or triple, you know, with the way the market is today. Well, there's other ways to talk through that. And I think the more that we educate, you know, the consumer and going back to what everybody's just always done what they've always done. So they're just going to do what they do. You know, I mean, the shift, the mind shift with um, all the other tools and, and uh, lending opportunities that are out there um, is, is could open up the eyes of so many more to really kind of shift that eventually, but it's hard to Jason, get the what, world what, what does number four say on, on that list? Yeah, it's no buyer's market, but a more balanced one. So it's what we were talking about earlier yeah. is that, um, you know, a buyer's market he puts in here is usually defined as having more than six months of available inventory. And the last time we reached that level was in 2012 when we were recovering from the previous housing housing bubble. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's that's proof again that I don't believe that there is a bubble. Mm -hmm. He goes on to say to get to the six months of inventory would have to be have to reach two million listings, which hasn't happened since 2015. Mm -hmm. In addition, monthly sales would have to drop below three hundred twenty five thousand, a number we haven't seen in over a decade. Although the buyer's market of 2023 is unlikely, I do expect a return to a far more balanced one. And that's, again, where we come, keep coming, circling back around to, hey, guys, this is a normal market. Yeah. You were born into a fantasy world, and this is what we've been dealing with for, in my world, the last 39 years. Mm-hmm. Sellers number, will have to become more realistic, it says yes. here at number five. And this is the hard conversation, guys. Yeah. Okay, this is where... The rubber meets the road. And of course, you know, I'd rather have an overpriced listing as a, as a senior agent than, because I feel like my sign is worth more in front of somebody's house than in my garage. At the same time, I think we always owe it to our clients to be real with them and not try to buy a listing because we're sharing with them what they want to see or want to hear. We have to be real with them and, and say, okay, well, we'll try your route, but let's do this in X number of days if that if if the outcome that you're looking for hasn't happened. I think we have to be at least ready to plant that seed because there is a big adjustment. I mean, there is, you know, there there's a, remember we we share always that people make plans with imagined equity. It is all imagined until until the sell, the buyer steps up and say, hey, I'll give you that money you're looking for. Well, it's hard to think seven eight months ago. You know, life yeah. is so different to say we're in a. It's, it's just hard you know it's hard to swallow yeah at the end of the year that you could i mean essentially have lost the possibility of four or five hundred thousand dollar value in your home around this area Mm -hmm. um you know we have a a client right now that you know it he he hit it just wrong Mm -hmm. (laughs) not just right just wrong Mm -hmm. you know and went to went to market just like two weeks too late right and you know now looking at the company we're staying in touch we're sharing you know as you should, as a professional agent should, stay in contact, feed them information, mm-hmm. let them know what's going on. And, um, you know, we're looking at it now that it's it could be $400,000 
valued four hundred thousand dollars less oh yeah we i good friends of ours two weeks too late too um started at one eight and i think it's one one now yeah you know and still still on on the market but i don't know hard. if it was ever one eight it wasn't yeah it wasn't one eight you and know, so, but they were getting the value at that time so that yeah. still you know that was still their reality mm-hmm. because people saw the the rush the exactly. run you were talking about i saw the same uh, similar example where people were ringing a bell and the one person stood in a doctor's waiting room have you seen that one yeah, it that, stood up. Yeah, stood yeah. up. And then <laughs> yeah. the next person next to him would come in and they, they'd ring the bell and that person stand up. And so this person stood up and pretty soon the whole office was standing up because they that first person conditioned them. That was mm-hmm. the yeah. impractical jokers or something. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was, it was, but I loved it yeah. because it showed our human, you know, yeah, we're, we are so conditioned to follow, you know, even in school, they teach you. Yeah. Basically, you follow. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Workers return to work, sort of, is what he says in number six. Um, I think that um, there's there. I know there's cases. I've heard of cases where the employer is saying, "Hey, I need you back at the office. I know you've been working from home from home the last eighteen months, but we're, we we uh, need you back here." So that's going to have some impact on the real estate market. Number seven, new construction actively unlikely to increase. I do believe that's true. A lot of builders have paused things. Because they've been sitting on some inventory. Well, I was hearing too, um, development costs are so high. Well, that's yeah, that's like absolutely just, a factor. It doesn't in it. even yeah. make sense knowing that they don't know what tomorrow will bring. Um, but they're, I mean, builders right now are doing all things to keep the engine moving, mm-hmm. offering great incentives. Mm-hmm. Um, they're coming back. You you share. They're probably you know? very. They're highly leveraged right now. So yeah. you know they. They, they need to unload some inventory. When it, yeah. When it comes to new construction, though, you, you guys know my feeling when some of these builders come in our office offering us or the latest donuts after they were, you know, made it <laughs> known, glazed. publicly Mommy, known. they're honey glazed. They made it publicly known they were trying not to pay a realtor when things were so hot because they thought they were a cat in a birdcage. And now they're coming in with donuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean... But, you know, the the other thing that's so hard is the cost to build over the last couple of years, which many of us who've yeah. been through renovations have felt it. And so now they have to sell these houses at a certain price point because that's what mm-hmm. it costs. And that neighborhood is just not that price point, mm-hmm. you know, anymore. And so it's mm-hmm. just a, um, a difficult thing to be in. Plus, I think the builders have a lot of inventory already mm-hmm. ready. Um, so I think there's already projections um, prepared on that. So number eight, not all markets are created equal. That is absolutely true. You know, I never forget in 2008 when we were in the Great Depression, going over just to one neighborhood here in locally called West Haven, and it was it was so hot that you couldn't even buy a lot back then. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just, mm-hmm. I mean, it was a, it was a, it's a micro market. And I, th- I think that honestly, that regardless of how th- we might, what we might hear on the macro, I think the micro here is part of that micro is Nashville is going to be remain. We don't need to get our advice from somebody looking at that national level that includes everybody's numbers. I think overall the national market's going to remain s- strong in comparison, at least to the rest of the world. Yeah. We always have, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I think even in the 08 days, it, it was different clearly. 
um, but we we're still standing here. We've mm-hmm. all made it through. Um, and as the real estate agents who are listening, it, it comes back to all the things that Jason and Monty have talked about for for over the last year is planning, you mm-hmm. know, positioning, knowing tomorrow will be a different day. What got us here won't get us there. We're all the things, you know, developing a mental toughness. Plan the work and work the plan. All all of it, you know. Um, another girlfriend tells me all this. I love this quote: "Work works." You know, I mean, you've got to really just keep keep going and assume that things aren't just going to be thrown in our laps anymore. Number nine, Jason. Affordability will continue to be a major issue. Mm-hmm. That That is a reality. But yeah. here's where it's going to, I mean, some sellers are going to have to get into that reality. And, and a lot of them are now are embracing the idea of paying closing costs and are being just a lot more cooperative. Uh, and I am surprised a little bit, I guess, that I've seen this adjustment happen as quick as it has because typically the consumer is about six months behind reality mm-hmm. and they then there's some resistance on there but i mean i'm looking at some of the prices there and it's like nah, you know that's that's that home's not worth 1.4 or 1.5 or whatever the number is it never was worth that so we have to i mean i think we again we owe it to our clients to give them the numbers show them when they bought the house what the market was like i love what laura uh, pierce shared with us on a huddle call how she broke it down as to what the market looked like six months ago when they bought, what the market looks like today, what the average sale price was when they bought, how many right. homes were on the market, how much, how many days on the market, and what it is today. And it was, it, I mean, how do you argue with that? It, mm-hmm. you know, if, you, if you have to move, you have to move and you have to pay attention to the, the documentation yeah. mm-hmm. like that. When we talk about affordability too, I mean, just in the, the cost of things, you know, or just so much more. Um, we ordered some sandwiches online the other day and I go, I'm sorry, what? It's how much, you know, type of thing (laughs) or this or that. And so you think about people call and say, I want my payment. This is same conversation I have all the time. I want my payment no more than 32.50 or 26.25. And if it is over a dollar of that, I just, I can't do it. Like, and they're tight on their budget. And so, it's a situation where they're totally trying to puzzle piece all mm-hmm. of this together. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm happy to know that some people are focused on a budget. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. It makes it more challenging, um, you know, because can we give everybody all the things that they right. uh, they want? You know, this makes more difficult. But affordability for many different reasons, right? Um, pay cuts, um, what they used to be able to make. I mean, I know even from a real estate standpoint, many people right now have second jobs, you know, and everybody's mm-hmm. just trying to, um, you know, stay afloat. So if you're feeling that, the mm-hmm. consumer's still feeling mm-hmm. that yeah. in their Amen. world, right? And so Correct. everybody is, um, we're, we're going through this together, you know, um, and so it's, I think you referenced too, just kind of changing your budget or tightening up a little bit, kind of yeah. planning ahead. But if, if we're talking about doing that, then other people are doing the same. Mm-hmm. So we have to take that into consideration when, when we're yeah, I, houses. I, I want to encourage my peers out there. If, if you feel like things are not going to go well, please don't be shouting it out on, on, on the social media. Yeah. You're going to create your reality. I mean, if you just want to get out of the business, please help yourself. Go ahead and get out of the business, but don't muck it up for the rest of us, okay? Because I do believe in today's world is so connected mm-hmm. that we can literally create our reality by the words, by the reputa- by the momentum that we create, that we add to it, you know? And, and so be careful how you 
how you go beyond your circle of peers out to the public because again we can create that reality and then we got to live with that reality so let's live with the reality that hey things we can work through this you know let's keep that positive that's part of being mentally strong and, and one more thing i wanted to share real quickly i know we've gone a little longer than what we normally do but um this old guy has learned this okay and this is uh you know the towards the end of 2022 where things may not be hopping like they were but here's what i've learned over the years that's i think really really important to remember Mm -hmm. while things may be a little slower do the things that you don't or won't have time to do when they're busier okay so true and you have to be confident that that you're going to you know get to that point where things are it's okay there's a pause maybe in your business maybe but uh, get those designations as an example maybe Mm -hmm. luxury designation maybe senior designation maybe a good time to get knowledgeable in short sales or REO properties, or maybe you want to get your broker's license, but redeem the time. If you're not busy carrying somebody around or going to a listing appointment or doing something else with the business, do the things that you're not going to have to, to not have time to do later. Cause remember this prosperity follows value. You can control your value by your dedication, by your commitment mm-hmm. to becoming excellent at the trade and becoming a professional and not just an agent, right? Jason? Amen. Oh, so true. Love that. <laughs> Love that. This is great. Good stuff. I think next year is going to be a good year as we I'm finish the year. It. Finish yeah, the year strong. Yeah. Are you working on your one word? I can't wait for that podcast that we're going to do about our one word. Uh, yeah. um, was yours data? I think it was. Yeah. You're doing all your year. numbers. Yeah. yeah. Was a good one. And it made a difference. I love mine, that. Mine was unstoppable, and we rem- I remain that. We're unstoppable. That's good. I actually forgot mine. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. Um, that happens sometimes. You brought it up. <laughs> I know. I was started that, and then I was like, well, crap, they're going to ask me what it is. But hey, it's all good. But we are we are blessed. We're here, and we're healthy. You know, there's so many things to sure. be thankful for. Yes. Um, and we've had a, a, a really challenging year from all different aspects, I think. But uh, we're going to finish strong and uh, create that momentum for a really amazing Look out 2023. 2023. Here, here we, we come. come. Here we come. Here we come. Hey, thanks again for joining us. You've been listening to the talk of Music City Real Estate.